Welcome everyone to your bubble of wellness through science. Cultivate a new generation. This space of time and empowered information was designed so that you can have a relaxing adventure with your inner health, understanding its five core pillars that also assemble your life. We'll go deep into the science and wellness of nutrition, exercise and metabolism, emotions, consciousness and meditation, and abundance. So relax, enjoy, and keep a student mindset to cultivate your life. Hello, everyone. Today is our episode three of Cultivating a New Generation. And here we are with the topic of relationships and attracting the right people to your life. That is the title of our episode three. So we are going to go deep into the, the realm of relationships, the realm of emotions, the realm of projections that we sometimes have with the people that we are attracting in our lives. And, and sometimes we don't even notice that we are repeating a pattern from our childhood. So that is the, the first things that we are going to start diving deep into, into this program. And here with me is Mia, which she's also going to talk about the realm of this relationships world. Yeah. Hi, Mia. <laughs> Hi, David. Hi, friends. Welcome back. Um, I have my tea right next to me because this is a subject that is going to be deep. <laughs> yes. I think that we all being in a relationship somehow that we're being creating experiences and these experiences, um, it helps help us to, to grow as a person. And also in this podcast, we're going to, everything that we're going to talk about, we're going to have like the aha moments that probably you are not going to expect to listen to hear but uh it's gonna be a, a wake-up call because it's not a podcast or something that you're gonna hear every day but like stay with us <laughs> exactly today is discovering why are we having sometimes the relationships that we already uh, witness, we already experience, we already lived with our parents, with our caregivers, and why do we keep projecting the same kind of people in our lives? Because it's very easy to, to blame the other person, to start seeing the, the defects or the or the missing things in the people that we have, but it is more difficult to realize that those lacking qualities or those uh, traits that the other people has or the other person has is just due to a reflection that we still have to work on due to our childhood experiences and many times we keep being the same person 
in the relationship that is repeating in the in the next relation and in the next relation and in the ne next relation and the only thing in common is you so until you decide to be responsible of your life and of the things that you still need to work on things will keep repeating in your life and things will keep being the same in your life because you are not um trying you are not detaching from those kind of emotions that are still anchoring you to the same place to the same emotional place and we create those loops those repetitive loops that we uh, unconsciously are bringing into our experience or into our space or environment what do you think mia um <clears throat> it's something that we didn't learn at school and i think that at school they should have like the same way that they teach us math or art or language arts or science it's something that they should they should uh teach us and we should learn about that more about emotions and more about to recognize patterns from childhood memories and how to put boundaries and recognize what we like and what we dislike from people from us um, in our childhood memories, sometimes um, we grew up in, in a toxic relationship from our parents or, like you said, our caregivers. And we repeat those patterns in our relationships. We start growing up and we are teenagers and, and we start dating. And we repeat all these patterns because we don't know other, other kind of environment. The toxic childhood that we had is because it's our comfort zone. So even though it's a toxic area, it's our comfort zone. So we repeat those patterns because. It's our comfort zone. We don't know anything else. So I think that the issue co uh, comes from all these childhood memories. And sometimes we don't know how to break those patterns. And instead of like deep inside, it's easier for, for us just to blame on the other person. And we're going through the life blaming people. And we're talking about relationship, but like relationship is not only as a boyfriend, girlfriend, or like a husband and wife, it's also the relationship that you have with your neighbor, <clears throat> excuse me, the relationship that you have with your coaches, with your teachers, with your coworkers. <clears throat> so, the relationship or the way that you um, 
create an atmosphere with the people around you is a mirror of your own life, the projection of your own life, your childhood memories, um, teenager memories. So if you have insecurities, if you have low self-esteem, so you are going to project that in your relationships. And And the problem here is that sometimes our ego don't let us look those patterns, don't let us look that the toxic relationship that we have it comes from us, mm-hmm. from our roots, from our childhood memories. And our ego let us know, like, no, you are you are fine. It's just the other person. The other person is the one that is wrong. But if we don't deep inside and we don't heal ourselves and work in ourselves, the other person has also his or her own story and if we don't recognize that there's something that we need to work on it's going to be really difficult to have a healthy relationship because everybody has a story mm-hmm. but the problem is not the other people because the other people is not responsible for our happiness we are responsible for our own happiness. If we are not happy in one relationship, if we are not happy in, at home, we are not happy at work, we are not happy at the gym, we are not happy anywhere. So the question here is, the toxic person maybe is me. And it's something that, that, that it's time to start working on. Yeah, until we take that ownership of everything that we have inside, until we start realizing that we need a deep work in in the type of emotions that we have, in the type of traits, in the type of patterns, in, in the type of limiting beliefs that we have inside, we are going to project and to surround with people that are going to validate the kind of emotions and the kind of story that we have just to give us the reason, just to give us the the answer to call it like that, that we are not wrong. But in fact, we are just creating a loop that we are not going to break because if we, as Mia says, we are still blaming the other people, still talking about the other people and thinking and focusing on what they are doing, we are never going to change. And the only person that has to change and that can change is you. You can never change anyone else outside. And until you change your own emotions, until you change your own story, and your own patterns, you are going to be able to uh, detach from that space and you are going to be able to create a different story. So it is just 
as we were mentioning in the other past shows, that we are energy. And our energy has a vibration. And those vibrations that we are emitting towards the outside, towards the environment, are creating the toxicity because they are attracting the same kind of energy. If we start changing the type of vibration that we have inside of us, if we start changing the type of energy that we have inside of us, then we are going to reflect different kind of energy. And in almost immediately, the type of people that we are going to attract is going to be different. It's going to be completely different and we are going to start seeing the changes and most likely you will also be able to uh, start leaving behind the kind of people that also were um, infecting you of that toxicity. So you are going to clean your own space. You are going to clean your own energy. So the key point or the key issue here is that you start becoming responsible of yourself, of working in you, of going beyond the things that have happened and just start accepting because that's the most difficult step to accept that you need to work. That is the most difficult step. Once you accept that you have to work in something, and once you accept that you need to start uh, owning the things that you have to work on, things are going to change. If you don't accept that, if you are always looking excuses or blame, or being immersed in the busy life that we have, it's going to be difficult to see that you need to work on. Imagine that you have like a small container inside of you. And that container, but you paying attention in the outside, the outside world and being accepted outside. So that container is empty. Your container is empty because you are giving, you are giving, and you are always focusing in, in what's going on outside and to being accepted from somebody else. But if you don't fill out your container, Nobody else is going to do it because you are waiting outside. You are giving the responsibility to somebody else, your happiness, when your responsibility is your own happiness is your work. It's something that you need to work on. So in order to fill out the little container that you have within you, that is your heart, just make things or do things that make you happy. Create things. Just 
stay in silence for a couple of minutes and just ask questions about yourself ask questions to your heart like how how do i feel today if you feel sad if you feel angry go more deep how do i feel sad why do i feel angry if you are in a, in a toxic relationship that kind of answers are going to lead you to think about like what is the next step what is the next step to work on myself and work on my happiness instead of like blaming the other person just work on yourself do the hobbies that you like to do the activities that you like to do just remember when you was younger and maybe when you were younger you would like to or you used to go to swimming lessons to i don't know dancing uh singing lessons and for some reason you stop doing all the things that you like to do so just try to do all that kind of things again so your container is gonna fill out little by little love yourself uh first thing in the morning how how do you feel gratitude with life if you are in this like automa automatic uh mood like you wake up and just straight to the shower you get a shower and you just like running to the car and then go to work and 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 that is like a robot mode like no not like non-stop what about if you get up a little early and show some gratitude to you to life by having some moments of silence just like conscious breathing write down beautiful words to yourself just like pay attention to yourself in the mirror and just say five things three three words beautiful words to yourself maybe in the beginning it's gonna sound a little like weird or maybe awkward like saying beautiful things to yourself because we are not used to it but just little by little you are creating a habit and the habit is like giving yourself the love and beautiful words that you ex you are expect expecting from outside but you are giving those words you are filling out your container so when you are in a relationship the container that you have is not going to be empty it's going to be full because you are giving yourself what you want so you are not expecting things from the outside because you're already giving yourself that kind of words and kindness that you are waiting for somebody else to give you, but you are giving yourself those things, the things that make you happy. Exactly. Love has to start with yourself. Love has to start with you, loving you and respecting you and seeing your body as your temple and showing that kind of love to your body to your cells to your brain to everything that you do in your life has to show the love that you have for yourself it is not just 
about the relationships that we maintain or we sustain with people. It is also the relationship and the dialogue that you have with yourself. What is your inner self dialogue? What are the words that you say to yourself? Because we are the most uh, strict or harsh uh, authority. We're, we're, we're very judgmental with, yes, the, right. with ourselves. Like we, sometimes we, we say like very mean words to ourselves, like, oh, you're so dumb. Why you, why you, why you say that thing? So sometimes like even with like a physical thing, oh, look at me. I'm so fat. I wish I could be a little thinner so I can fit in this little beautiful dress. If I mm -hmm. thinner, probably I, I would get like the love of my life and things like that. So we are very judgmental to ourselves. Yes, and we we also learned that through our parents because we didn't witness most of us parents that uh, love themselves or that were in front of the mirror saying how good they they look. So it is something that we have to learn. It is not something that, that was innate. It is not something that many of us witness. And it is something that can be developed and trained and has to start with the simple things of nurturing your body with the right kind of foods with doing exercise and not doing exercise just in a aesthetic way just to look like the magazines or the or the actors or the actresses it's not like that it is doing exercise for your own health and it is doing exercise because it makes you feel good it creates new connections here in your brain it creates substances and neurotransmitters that are going to give you the kind of uh, chemical cocktail that you need to feel happy, to feel fulfilled. And once you start scaling up those things, you will be able to access different kinds of emotions. If we eat different, if we do exercise, it is for sure and you can try it whenever you want, that doing that is going to give you the outlook for life that is going to make you feel more proud of yourself and is going to make you feel um, self-appreciating. It's going to uh, increase your self-esteem is going to make you more confident of yourself. So once you have those qualities, you will be able to access the kind of questions that will challenge the limiting beliefs, the patterns, all the stories that you have seen in your life. And you will be able also to see those stories from another point of view, detaching emotionally and seeing them as an observer as a person that has empathy for the kind of people that you have because we are the ones that choose our families we choose those parents we choose that family why we choose that 
because we had to learn something. And while being in that kind of environment, whether it was toxic, whether it was not so toxic, and it was probably the average, you were the one that chose those situations because you have to witness many of those examples because you have to learn from your parents how to become more independent or how to uh, see yourself as a self-taught person or whatever the the kind of trait or quality that you have to develop or the kind of agenda that you that you have to come to this world is the kind of family that you will have. So don't complain about that. You cannot change the past, but you can learn from the past. And you can also forgive the kind of examples, forgive your parents, forgive any kind of pain that you still have within you, because once you forgive that you are also going to release the kind of energy that is attaching you to having those circles again and again with different kind of persons sometimes we ask about the other the other person like i wish to have somebody who loves me um the question is do you love yourself why you're still <laughs> having forgive something that happened like five years ago or oh, i want something that make that make me smile all the time um why that person is going to be responsible you are responsible for like stop having like these uh swing moods being like just uh on really bad mood for no reason for that kind of things is because maybe you still have holding something that hurt you when you was younger and you didn't had the opportunity to let it go or to speak out loud and ask for help and you are In, in, a, in, in a relationship and you bring this baggage on your back but you need to let it go you need to let to you need to let it go and just do the things that you like stop uh thinking about the uh the other person is responsible for your happiness if you want to change your relationship, change your mind. Change your, your, your thoughts about blaming others, even, even your parents. Don't blame on your parents. Just learn. Learn from, from, from whatever situation was. Just learn from your parents because it's, it's a healing process. So this part of healing process is going to lead you to a, a healthy relationship or the relationship that you want. Yes, and also try to be more uh, curious like a child in the type of emotions that you are uh, feeling. 
the type of emotions that you are having throughout the days because those kind of emotions have a thought that is preceding the emotion. So if you are constantly thinking about the same things, you are creating the emotion. Once you create the emotion and you repeat that cycle of emotions, you will create the feeling. And once you create the feeling, you start having a personality. That's why many people fall in the victim mode because they were repeating and repeating and repeating throughout months, years, the same emotional state. And they believe that they are the victim. And they see everyone else as the villain. And there is not good or bad in these kind of interactions. It is just the emotional background that we have and that is going to collide because we don't have the same stories. And we usually attract certain things that, that we need to work and that are just repeating an example or being a mirror of my father or my mother or something that I was having in my childhood. That's why I brought that person because it reminded me of my mother or my, or my father. Although at the beginning, I was not able to see it because I was in love. And being in love is just an effect, a chemical effect that will last maximum three years. That's the average time that the chemical substances are going to create that kind of emotions. Once you pass that stage of being in love, it becomes real and you will start seeing the things in the other person that you were not able to see due to those substances. So once you see the other things, it will be more easily able to detect the kind of mirrors that you have, the kind of examples that you witness in your childhood. And once you are in that place, now is the time to be curious. Now is the time to start asking to you, what do you need to detach from? Or if the relationship is still able to, to move on to a next stage, to heal the relationship, just engage in a conversation with your couple and start trying to look for a space, a neutral space, uh, a space where both persons are in a good mood, create the environment for that, and just as blunt as it is, as honest as you can be, drop the questions that you need to say and start saying what you feel. Start sharing what you feel and start negotiating the things because it is all a negotiation. It is always negotiate the things that you can adapt, that you can give in, that you can uh, work on 
and compromise and probably in that um not discussion but in that talk that you have you will be able to to find a, a middle ground and from there you can work in your relationship if not then you also have an answer and you will finally move from that place no your partner is your mirror every time that you complained about your partner pay attention to the words that you are saying because those words it's is is something that you need to work on if you want to start working on yourself listen to the words that you are complaining about your partner yes it is it is about being more self-aware in the kind of things and it is also about making compromises that can follow up if you don't have a follow-up of the things that you are um, talking that you are discussing and that you are making agreements things will not change because you can have a talk you can agree on some things and one of the of the persons can be very committed very disciplined and can do the work but probably the other person won't do anything and you will get tired that's that's not the idea and that's not the point the point is to have several follow-ups so that you can see and witness if you are really doing the work if not you are just wasting time and draining your energy because if a person doesn't change in one year in two years most likely or the possibilities is that she or he won't change. So stop just making scenarios and start taking decisions. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> I I once heard uh, a person, a coach, that was talking about his relationship with his wife, and he said that every year they ask each other if they want to keep going in the relationship going on in the relationship uh, having that kind of relationship and they renew their marriage every year every year they had a, a meeting and a reunion and they start discussing the things that were still fine and the things that were uh, not working so well or the kind of frictions that they have throughout the year and you can do it every six months you can do it every year you can do it every three months that depends on you and your and your couple of course but the idea is to have that kind of compromise because even though you are being married and you 
stay in the altar and you say this is forever or this is until one of the two persons dies that's not real a commitment has to be renewed every or certain kind of time in a certain kind of time and it is just like that life is like that you cannot have a goal and set a goal for 50 years and don't follow up and don't have small goals or small steps you always need support in that time frame and as the relationships are seen in a future time and they are mostly projected into a long period of time we should develop that kind of mindset of reviewing the relationship at least in my own opinion every six months every six months would be a very very good time to start having a um a reunion having a talk and discussing the type of things that are working and the type of things that need to improve or that can improve because all also having monotony in the relationships make the marriage or the relations to drain and to become oh, boring. Yeah. I, I wanted to mention that because toxic uh, being in a toxic relationship is not just about like yelling at each other 24-7 or like uh, throwing things at each other or, um, I don't know, pushing and pulling. That is a toxic relationship, of, of course. But like there's a passive aggressive, which is very toxic as well. And passive aggressive is when both of them they just ignore each other and i think that that is the most i don't know um sad, str sad stressful because sorry <laughs> <laughs> they ignore each other and and sometimes they live um in the same house same place and they just live like separate lives. So that is toxic as well. So there's many ways to being in a toxic relationship. When you or your heart is telling you it doesn't feel right to be in this place, just listen to your heart because probably you are in a toxic relationship. If your heart is happy and you're in a happy relationship, your heart is going to tell you, I'm feeling happy. I don't have any issue. But if your heart constantly, or you feel drained, you feel sad, you feel, you feel upset, angry, emotional, you feel that you're wasting your, your life, your time in, with that person, you are in a toxic relationship. Yes, and it, it is hard to accept it, um, but that is the first step. And that is the step that is going to give you the idea of what you can do. If you have 
already talked with that person, if you have already set agreements and nothing is happening, then you just have in your mind a date, have in your mind a plan, and have in your mind the, the mindset that you need to work to get to that point where you are able to finish the, the relationship. Because we also didn't come to this world, to this earth experience to, to suffer or to be in a toxic environment or to replicate the story that we witnessed when we were child. So the idea is to grow, to evolve, and that is what happens also many times when one person is committed with himself or herself to grow, to improve, and the other person is just not aware of that, or she or, she or he doesn't want to, to change anything. Well, that's the separation, and that's where one person takes one road and the other person is going to stay in the same place. And you cannot stay in that place because you are going to lower yourself. And that is not fair, neither for that person nor for the other that wants to grow. So you just have to take separate ways and that's it. It doesn't have to be forever. You don't come to this experience to suffer and you already learned and you already did everything that you could for the relationship and it's time to let go that kind of energy and to move into a new experience but just be clear that you need to uh, be completely detoxified and clean from all the toxic energy all the patterns all the things that you that you already have so that you can move into a different kind of relationship. Because if you are also jumping from one relationship to the next one, you are going to take everything with you. So until you clean everything, until you detoxify, like if you were in an addiction clinic, you are going to be able to start a new relationship. So yes. to give you a space. And if you already recognize that you are in a toxic relationship and this toxic relationship it is 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 hurt is hurting you physically 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 and emotionally, ask for professional help. Ask for your healthcare provider, uh for an expert if you feel anxiety if you feel hurt like i said physically or emotionally if you feel depressed if you feel sad but that kind of sadness that is every day every day and you don't know why just ask for professional help and if you already recognize that you need help just keep working keep working on yourself don't pay attention if your partner is going to follow up with you or if, if the, your partner is not showing any, any 
interested in, or being interested in what's going on with their relationship and everything, don't stop. Keep going. Because you are the person that wants to heal. You are the person that is growing as a human being. Don't worry about if, if he or she wants to go with you or want to read the book or want to go to a, a counseling together. Just focus on yourself and keep going. Ask for help. Change your mindset. And like David, uh, he was saying, heal yourself. Because if you don't have that time, space, for healing, what is going to happen is that you're going to start off a new relationship, but you didn't heal. So you're going to bring with you all your trash from your past and your childhood memories and all the baggage that you have on your back to a new relationship. <laughs> so most likely is like you are repeating these patterns and then you ask yourself, well, I don't have go- I, I don't have any luck. I don't have luck in, in in love, in the love area. I cannot find the love of my life. No, you cannot find the love of your life because the love of your life is yourself. But you are ignoring yourself because you're paying attention to being accepted from the outside, and you don't work on yourself. So it is important to if. If you give yourself space and time to heal and recognize little by little to ask for help and start loving yourself, loving yourself like, like, like we were told you earlier, uh, set up your boundaries, recognize what you like, what you don't like what you want sometimes we don't even know what we want and we assume that the other person knows what we like or what we want and sometimes we don't even know what we want yes and it is just like a very simple analogy that i like to to think about is like being in the same boat you are a couple, you are in the same boat, and you have to have a clear direction. And both of you will have the same direction, but both of you will have different ways to get into that direction. Although you have to row at the same pace, and you have to row in the same kind of um, direction. So if one of the persons is not rowing in the same direction, the boat is just going to give turns and the things are going to get confused. That's what happens in relationships. When one person is growing, is working on his, on his own inner world, inner health, and the other person is not doing anything, the relationship starts being confused, starts having friction, and both persons are getting in a chaotic and confusion environment because 
they are no longer in the same page. They are not longer in the same direction. They lost the direction. So the idea is that you are both in the same boat. You are not forced. You are not obligated to be there. You can decide at any point in time to get out from that boat and just heal yourself and just take another direction. But if you stay in that boat, you will commit to the same direction. Because that's the idea to keep floating in the same boat, in the same direction, and to make the relationship be a place to share. It is not, love is not about being complemented or being uh, filled by other person. Love is about sharing what you like, sharing your experiences, sharing your growth. So that's the idea. And both of both persons in the relationship will have different interests, but they can share the things and they can share the experiences. And that's the idea to start liking other things and to start adapting to other things and to start uh, learning from the other person. Right. We, uh, every day now that is trendy, the word manifestation. Mm -hmm. If you want to manifest the love of your life, like like we said first of all you need to vibrate higher if you don't heal yourself and you don't ask uh, for help you don't start like helping yourself with maybe just little notes saying like hey beautiful uh hey handsome you're you're looking so good today i love you just put notes in front of the uh, refrigerator or like mirror because if you don't help yourself with little things believe it or not you are not you are not going to vibrate that so you are not going to man the manifestation is not going to be just like a magical thing like oh manifesting the love of my life no in order to manifest something it has to be like a teamwork with you if you don't work if you don't heal if you don't recognize these patterns if you don't like keep silence for a minute or two or three and just just uh Think about how do you feel and everything and 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 if you like I said if you feel sad or you feel angry how you're gonna feel how you're gonna heal that if you don't start vibrating higher most likely you are not gonna find the love of your life that you're looking yeah. so the love of your life is within you but in order to recognize the love of your life that lives within you you need to vibrate higher even with the music to to that you listen if you are listening music all the time like uh that remember from your past uh memories or your past uh, former partners or something and make you feel sad 
So you are not vibrating higher if you are vibrating lower. So you are not going to manifest the love of your life or the right person to you by crying and listening music that you was listening with your former partners. The manifestation process has the ingredients of attention, intention, and once you have the attention and the intention and the intention in the right place, then you are going to be able to create and manifest the things that you want. And if you are thinking about the lack of things, the lack of love, the lack of a person that that you don't have or the lack of relationships that you don't that you are not able to create you are attracting the same so you need to start thinking in the checklist of the person that you want and once you do the checklist for the person that you want apply the checklist to you start asking those questions about yourself you want a woman that is independent are you an independent man you want a woman that is loving and caring for you are you a loving man and a caring man you want a person that is um, working on herself and is growing and is having a good um, physical health. Do you have a, a good physical health? Do you care for your body? So everything that you are asking for in the other person, start first working on you. Once you have it in you, it is going to come by itself. You won't have to do anything because that, that person is going to be attracted to you as you have those qualities and it will he or she will start showing in your life like magic that is the magic you have the attention in you you have the intention to work on yourself and you did the things you start acting you start doing the things once you start moving that energy, the process of manifestation is just going to happen. That's right. So that's the idea. The idea is to start empowering the kind of relationships that we are having. The idea is to stop being the victims, stop living in the past on the childhood experiences, or on the painful limiting beliefs that we already witness and moving into the next stage of creating and developing the kind of life that we want, because that's our own responsibility. And until we believe in ourselves that we can, that we are creators, that we come here to, to live a happy life, to live a joyful and fulfilled life, things are going to change. And sometimes we focus in uh, finding the purpose, the purpose in, in this life. And the, the purpose is to help yourself, to love yourself, 
and to heal yourselves. Yeah. So just keep in mind always your partner, your mirror. If you are not healing, most likely is gonna is gonna is gonna attract a person with the the things that you haven't healed. But if you heal and you work on yourself, most likely is that you're gonna find your mirror, the person with all the benefits and all the things that you're seeing in, in, in yourself by working on yourself. Yes. So the final message for you is own your life, own your emotions, and start working in yourself. And things will start to change. So we will wait you for the episode four. We are going to have a surprise for episode four. It's about physical health. It's about fasting. And that's all we can say right now. But just keep following us and keep sharing your thoughts, keep commenting, keep moving the energy, and keep just giving us the, the hint of the kind of programs and episodes and topics that you want us to talk about. Have a wonderful day, night, or afternoon, and we will see each other in the next time. Thank, Thank you, you. Thank you, David. Thank you, guys, for tuning in. In this podcast, uh, you're going to learn a lot of things. <laughs> yes. And give us a review in the in any kind of platform that you are uh, listening to us because you know that podcasts and these kind of shows get more promoted if you give us just a review and if if you find helpful tips and information here. Thank you for your help. And we really appreciate your time and your attention for listening to us thank bye. you guys bye thank you everyone for listening to this episode about relationships and if you want to go deeper into the relationships uh, frictions problems or any kind of issue that you can have and you want to un also understand the science behind the genders behind the stories behind the background please visit my webpage www.davidortegab.com to find the link to buy the book that I just published, which is Cultivating a New Generation. You can find it in Amazon, you can find it in Barnes and Noble, and you can just check out the synopsis to see if it resonates with you. I think that if you listen to the podcast up to the end, you will really enjoy the story that I play out in the, in the book and all the science that I give you there to work on your relationships. Thank you very much for your attention and have a wonderful day.